on the 176th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we discuss some players who will continue to ball out in the fantasy playoffs. We once again blast the Philadelphia Eagles in what has seemed to become a recurring segment. We bring you some top games of Week 15, and of course, bring you our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens on a snowy Wednesday day before the semifinals of Fantasy Playoffs. And I have a big bone to pick with David Montgomery because him and his stupid <laughs> fucking 80-yard touchdown run in the first quarter is just like, oh, all right, not winning my playoff game. Pretty much put that one to bed. Right away, ends up with 25 points. He's having a... Uh, as Brian said, a Derrick Henry-like last couple of games Crazy. just late in the season for a bad running back. And we all have bones to pick with him, I feel like. I mean, it's just... it. We, uh, I, I tried to give him the bad juju by talking him up, or, you know, saying he wasn't going to be shit last week. I was just like trying to like force will it to not happen, knowing that it was going to happen because it was, you know, just a good matchup. It's the Texas defense. I mean, J.J. Watt has absolutely no pride. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on a defense this bad. Not that I'm saying that just because his team screwed me. But (laughs) it was it was we all saw it coming. We didn't want it to happen because we know he's not really a good running back. Um, But man, I mean, he's if you've held on to him and you've been playing in the past couple weeks, you have reaped those sweet David Montgomery benefits. That no one expected. So is this? I think the most frustrating part about this is he's making us look stupid, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. I, I mean, it's, I, I don't mean it's, it's the one year that Melvin Gordon was an absolute stud, and like, was it what a top five fantasy player? Then everybody yeah. drafted him as such the next year, and he came back down to earth. But it's that. It's like that. It says angry as i felt that it would it would have been like if jeremy hill had a monster season i think we would have all been like come on guy now you're just doing this to make us look bad look. uh so i think he's doing it to make us look bad i don't think he actually has it in him to continue this in his career and he's just trying to spite us during the fantasy playoffs pretty much i think yeah i think that's exactly what's happening um look he's definitely raised his draft stock for next year because, you know, it's always the what have you done for me lately. And people are going to be like, oh, well, look what he did in his last whatever games. It, you know, he maybe he's turned a corner yeah. and he's going to be the running back that everyone – now he's not going to be the running back everyone expects. He's going to be that Jeremy Hill where, you, you know, he had that – I guess Jeremy Hill actually had a full good season. But he ended up going to go way too high and he's going to be your RB1. And you're just going to crash and burn with David Montgomery next year. And it's not going to be me because I'm not drafting him because he's going to be way too high because anything higher than like the fourth round, fifth round next year for me would be way too high for him. Yeah. I mean, they just finished the last season six and one and we see where that got them. So let's not put too much stock into what happened at, at the end of the season. The Bears always go on these late season scoring runs. Like last year, Mitch Trubisky got me to a fantasy final well, in a two QB league. Because he had three, uh, like, 25-point games in a row, I think. And let's also note that it's the the Lions and the Texans, the two worst run defenses in the NFL. 
they get him back yeah. to back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but still, this is a guy that could barely pop three yards a carry. And in the last three pop, weeks, pop. he's, he's pop-popping seven and a half yards a carry, leading the league. He has two 100-yard rushing games, leading the league. He's got, uh, what, the second most receiving yards of backs in the last three weeks. So this this guy's on a freaking tear for three weeks. Um, now, it's not a Derrick Henry tear. Like we said, that's the gold standard. You're not going to hit Derrick Henry fantasy playoffs gold standard because uh, that guy's a beast and he's been a beast. That's just like automatic wins, yeah. Uh, but, he, I mean, he's mini Derrick Henry right now. Uh, and... It's blowing my mind, and it's not going to make me draft him next year. It's Melvin Gordon-esque. It's exactly what Melvin Gordon did to us, and he's doing it now. And it, this always happens when we talk shit about a guy for so many weeks. He makes us look stupid. He'll come back down to earth. And, uh, and we'll enjoy ripping on him I again, dare, so it's okay. <laughs> might I dare say that he... Uh, will come back to down to earth this week is he gonna disappoint you this week against Min- a, a better playing minnesota team maybe or we think he's gonna continue his run i just i feel like if we talk shit about him and say he's gonna crap out he's just gonna you know go nuts because that's just the uh that's how this season is ending so i i think he's gonna continue his little mini tear that I hope he does. You know, honestly, now that he's done it for you know three weeks, I hope he continues to do it because I want that draft stock to rise. I want people to believe in this guy who is not going to be good next year because there's one player that is high in the draft, and I know, nope, I don't need him, and I could just worry about other people on the draft board. That's what I'm hoping. So continue to do what you have to do, David Montgomery. Get those points. Let people think you're a good running back. Um, Okay, so we're all out on him in round two next year where he will definitely go because people have short memories and uh, are going to love him for getting them to the second round in the playoffs and maybe to the finals if he happens to put it together another nice week. Yeah, and then what does he get in week 16? He He gets the Jaguars. So again, he gets another shit. Look, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. I hope he ends as yeah. as like a the you know that last half of the season like top running back beside Derrick Henry. I really hope so now, because we're getting into a good a good thing here for next year. I really hope so. So, I mean, I can't wait to make fun of whoever picks him in haters league. Oh, oh I cannot wait. And just be like, well, that all right, or just be like, hopefully behind that person, and then be able to pick like a nice round two wide receiver, like a. I don't know, DK or Lockett or whatever. I know Pete is going to pick him next year in our league because Pete would not stop gushing about him all off season. Uh, he was terrible, and uh, now he's probably going to start gushing about him again. Perfect. He's good for three weeks. Perfect. But uh, we have to try and like, mind incept him to like be like, oh no, he was actually <laughs> good, just so he picks him next year and waste the pick. I don't think you're gonna have to. I think again, these these last four or five weeks are going. Yeah, yeah, he's all aboard the Montgomery train. Perfect. I have another guy that has been Montgomery-esque 
Um, he is in the baby Derrick Henry category. And I want to ask you guys if you feel different about him for next year, seeing as he's only a rookie. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, this is a guy that Yahoo's brilliant sports writers, fantasy writers, told me was droppable three weeks ago. Now, I didn't drop him. I've been starting him. So uh, that was F you, Yahoo Sports Writers. I'm not going to listen. I'll never listen to you. You have a great app. I love the way it's formatted, but it is, uh, you guys are dumb. Uh, Just the projections, the, the rating, everything. Yeah, the, ner- the nerds who made, and then compliment, you know, in the best way to say nerds, who made the actual looks behind the apps are the real heroes in Yahoo, not the, not the, the not the, uh, right not, the not the writing nerds. Oh, not the other writing nerds. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think uh, sports journalists are probably really happy that they just got called jocks. Uh, oh my god, that's like the biggest compliment you could ever pay a sports journalist. <laughs> <laughs> like Devin Rovell is like flipping out right now. Well, he's just a computer. Um, so, do you is your mind turning on Jonathan Taylor? Um, in the long run, we could talk about the short run next for what it means for the fantasy playoffs. But for next year, is this uh, giving you hope for next year? Uh, well, yes, because in one league I'm in, the league in that none of you guys are in. He he was actually dropped three weeks ago, and wow. I was in, they in must a have fa- had him in Yahoo league too. <laughs> yeah, it was a Yahoo league, and uh, I mean, uh, well, this this kid uh, he finished last two years in a row this year he finished gonna finish fifth um but very competitive league very deep league i don't know why he dropped them um but it's a fab league too so i got outbid by uh by a few bucks it was my last few bucks i had uh, because i had to try and rebuild my team because they really stunk in the beginning but uh and now the kid that got him rocketed up from fifth to second so like Obviously, put him to good use. I think I think it's just like the offensive line is so good, and Frank Reich Frank Reich is a good offensive coach. As we see when he left the Eagles, they made Corey Clement and uh, fuck, who's their other? They have Blunt Boston too. Uh, um, even Boston Scott, yeah, too. Um, like good running backs, and now you can see Doug Pearson has no idea how to use Miles Sanders. Different story, but I think Jonathan Taylor's still gonna he's gonna be. Uh, probably like lower value than he should be, but he will be like a every week starter so, next year. I sort of feel bad for Marlon Mack, who uh, who now looks like he might, you know, coming back from an injury next year will be the odd man out. I don't know if he'll, he'll even be on the on the Colts. Um, you know, they'll probably continue with the Naheem Hines and like the passing situation. I mean, Wilkins will be a backup like he normally is, but you know, I, I honestly, yeah, I see Jonathan Taylor being. Uh, being a good, a good fantasy back uh, next year, and and uh, and definitely at the end of this year. I mean, they play the Texans this week. So if we just saw what uh, what David Montgomery did to them, I feel like Taylor should have a nice game as well. So yeah. you, you have him on your roster. You're looking good this week. What are their running back splits for the past couple weeks? Well, that's that... like the, it's like they're so um, it's unpredictable. Yeah. I guess. Now it's more Taylor, whatever he got the trust of the coach. So like, I think it's more predictable now. I think I think now you're gonna see Taylor with about 20 carries a game. You're gonna see Naheem Hines with about 10 touches a game, and Wilkins is gonna be like real change of pace. Mm-hmm. 
So that that's the problem. That has been the problem with Taylor all season is that he is – I. The Montgomery problem is different. Montgomery gets carries every single game. Uh, <laughs> lack of, yeah, the carry, like lack of carries aren't there. He gets them. He's been bad. He's been a bad running back. We've had reason to talk bad about him. Um, and he's really turned it on. But, you know, hopefully he sticks with this. Uh, or hopefully not for us, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but the Jonathan Taylor, the entire season, when he gets over 15 carries, he's giving you a good, at least a good fantasy game. And he seems to be like a Derrick Henry-style guy who gets better as the game goes along. But they just haven't given him carries in third in the second half of any games this entire season until the last three weeks. And the last three weeks, let's uh, let me... You asked for their splits. They gave Naheem Hines seven carries, Jordan Wilkins one, and Taylor 20. Um, last game. So... I mean, that's nice for him. And then the last three weeks for Jonathan Taylor, he's had 22, 13, 20. So he always gets near 100 yards. When, and the only other game he's had over 20, he got 101 yards rushing. Uh, but I think he needs the carries. He needs to wear out the defense. And if they're committed to playing the style, which, I mean, they should be. They've won three in a row. They've scored, you know, in the 30s. And then 44 last week. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the offense is working. I guess, like, playoff-level teams, too, in the AFC. Well, I mean, Texans aren't. They, they well, beat not Texans, Texans, but... But they yeah, beat but the, I mean, the Raiders. And the Raiders. Yeah. And Tennessee. Yeah, the and Tennessee. Tennessee. That's what I meant. But the... Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, that was his game at Wisconsin. Like, that's, like, the yeah. player... That's the player that you were expecting to get. But, whatever. The classic three-down running back. Yeah. So um, next year, next year will be a breakout for him. So that's the thing. If they commit to him as a three-down running back, he's a first-round draft pick. But See, you're taking a chance that they don't commit. Okay. Well, let's just say we very, don't. Let's say we don't very know. Danger. Let's, let's, I can let's, see his hype. I can see his hype getting to out of control levels in well, the offseason. Well, let's see. Let's say it comes to draft time next year, and we're still not a hundred percent knowing. That they like they're committed to him a hundred percent as their, you know, lead running back. But we still know he's in the mix. You know, like he's like the lead. Like he's like he's like ahead of the pack. Like he's like the like the like the, the top guy. But we don't know if he's gonna get like the twenty to twenty five touches a game. Do we still like Ta- Taylor over Montgomery? Oh yeah, just because I know the talent there. Like we know Montgomery. He gets like the two random games, whatever, late in the season against shitty competition, or just like, but you know the rest of the time he's a Melvin Gordon. He's gonna <laughs> Melvin it up. You just know, you, you know, like what you're expecting. Like, like, so I'm, I'm taking. I would take Taylor just because he's. I know the talent is probably there, but it's just not the usage. Whereas Montgomery has the usage, but not the talent. <laughs> Yeah, and look, I, I know where, I know Montgomery had this huge game against Houston, 113 yards, but he did have an 80-yard touchdown. So you take that away, which I know you don't like to do because you take away the big, I know, hit, yeah. and then Saquon Barkley isn't even a 
starter in the NFL. Sorry, Saquon, but all you do is break out big runs. People aren't, uh, ready. People aren't ready for that conversation yet. <laughs> I'm ready for it. The Giants are a better team with Wayne Gallman because uh, Saquon goes for 0 0 70 It just isn't conducive for drives. But anyway, you, you take that out, and he's he had 30 yards the rest of the game. So, you know, we could be looking at – I'd like to see what his longs were um, the other two games where he's been good. Yeah. But anyway, going back to Taylor, yeah. I mean, I, I like him uh, going next season. I, I, I do think he's going to get better, and he will, have, he will be more involved in the offense going forward. So, and another, like I said, another running back that helped you. At the end of the season. Um, okay. Got, all right, I got another guy. I, mean, don't, I don't want to harp on Montgomery, but good news for him. His last three games pushed him to 4.0 flat on average yards of carry. So. Oh, come on. Con- congratulations. Melvin Gordon, Jeremy Hill special, special right there. Um, so congratulations. He's finally, yeah, he did it. He's at the 4.0 flat. Wow. Good for him. Uh same same team, different player. T.Y. Hilton, finally, after I'd given up on him, drafted him in a couple leagues one one last time, gave him one last chance, held on to him for half a season. I think held on to him for a little bit longer than a lot of people. But now, for some reason, whatever his uh, his chemistry with Rivers, old man Rivers, is uh, finally cl- clicking. Yeah, I had a. I drafted him as, uh, in one league as my wide receiver. I think he ended up being my wide receiver too, behind Chris behind Chris Godwin. Who that didn't work out either. Yeah, and Barkley was my number one. <laughs> Barkley was my number one pick in that league, and then <laughs> it was all downhill, man. Gurley and I mean, you, you were never up. You were never uphill, so you can't go downhill. Totally. And, and Gurley yeah, was you started in a valley. And Gurley was my number two <laughs> running back. It was just all shit. The first four picks. Um, but yeah, I obviously dropped What's him. What's record in that? Uh, four and nine. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I was. I, I actually almost was. I I was close to winning actually like seven like three more games. I lost by like three or four points in a few games. I would say I say the uh, competitive, but uh, that's not even the point. The point is, gave up on T. Y. Hilton weeks and weeks and weeks ago, and I actually said last week that I don't I didn't expect to continue, but wow, did it fucking continue? So good for him. I like T. Y. Hilton. I've always been a T. Y. Hilton fan, so I'm happy to see him. You know. Be back at the end of the season. No, back is a yeah. You say back, I say two week outlier. Where you were? Hey, scoring touchdowns. Hey. I mean, a minute ago you were talking about Michael Pittman as the guy. I still, yeah, Michael Michael Pittman. No, I still think he's the future. Like the future of that team. No, of course he's the future of that team. (laughs) Absolutely, him and him and uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas are the future for sure of that team. I just it just goes against my trusting any wide receiver on that team to play this year. Yes. I mean, I would, yeah, I wouldn't trust Ty. Uh, you hey. know what? Look, they're going against the Texans this week. I like Ty Hilton for another touchdown. Just saying. It's Maybe you should good. put him on your boys of the week. Maybe I will. I think he's already passed boy boyhood again. I'll give them to you. I'll give yeah, them I'll, to you. I'll allow it if you're brave enough. All right, I'll be brave enough. I might even go two touchdowns, but we'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Any other surprise players on the positive side for uh, that we think 
past couple uh, the next couple weeks they can keep it up for the playoffs. Phrasing, but <laughs> you wouldn't phrasing. Um, I will say um, this is nothing to do with the the players, but just reminded that there are two Saturday games this week. Back into the Saturday games, uh, always enjoy that. Um, we going to be a football game on every day of the week this season. Since there was a, the Wednesday game, there's Thursday games, obviously. There's going to be Friday games. Oh, yeah, we had a Tuesday end. game, right? Yeah, they had a couple Tuesday Shit, games. Yeah, look at that, yeah. Football every day of the week we've had. That's pretty interesting. How about, uh, how about, no, I'm going to save them for my boys of the week. Never mind. I don't want to bring them up. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to bring them up. That's fine. All wait, right. uh, wait, wait. Let's go on. I was going to say one more guy. Cam Akers. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. He uh, yeah, he definitely fucking took the Patriots for a ride on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah. And now we get the Jets. Yeah, that, that was pretty wild. Um, that almost saved Ripple's season in our league, but it did not. And <laughs> now he's got the Jets. Yeah, what, do you start? Do you throw him in again? Yeah. As a flex, you kind of have to, right? Like, absolutely. I don't know why that keeps happening. Does anyone else like, go? On the ESPN football or uh, ESPN app, ESPN. and these oh, stupid, these stupid, these stupid auto like ads while you're just scrolling through. Do you get that? I would purposely not buy anything from you if you have autoplay ads on the website. I'm literally just trying to scroll through the schedule, and all of a sudden, like a fucking ad pops up for no reason, and then it continues to do it. It's ridiculous. Like I'm stop. I'm gonna stop using the fucking app if you if you do that. <laughs> it's so <laughs> frustrating. Whatever company has that ad, I'm not buying anything from you. And I can't even... the fr- can we get the frustrating? Frustrating. Oh, hold frustrating. on. I gotta turn off my audio on my app because the moment I open my phone again, it, it just auto- it auto plays. It fucking auto plays. Oh look at this! Like, I can't even get rid of it. Frustrating. It's, frustrating. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's frustrating. It's fr- <laughs> That's the best drop. I do like that. <laughs> Well, stupid pandemic. Haven't been able to play any drops at all this season. But. I know you're. Uh, I you know I had the thing plugged in. And it's just like it's 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 so sad just looking at me not being used. Yeah, we need we need John John the Drop King back in your house. We do. Okay. Uh, yeah, K Makers. I mean, any team like if he's a good player, he will get more than a full game worth of points in uh, two and a half quarters against the Jets. Which I'm not even gonna. I'm not even mad at the Jets. I watched maybe ten minutes of that game, but goddamn, that that was one of the worst performances of football I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, then we, you know, we spoke it to the high heavens on the podcast last week that this was going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, it um, is. With yeah, and it was, and is <laughs> one of the most predictable outcomes you could possibly predict all all year. Yeah, anyways, all right, let's go into some duds besides the Jets. <laughs> um, I'm just going to do the entire Steelers team. Um, the past couple of weeks has just been huge letdowns. I don't know if it's – I mean, this is another team where everyone said, like, oh, it's the offensive line, but Big Ben just looks old. Uh, they can't catch a pass. Deontay Johnson got benched because he's got hands made of, like, Pam, Pam Miles uh, whatever. He's my wide receiver one going into the – semifinals i'm scared that he's not even gonna get a full game in it's just been his like 15 targets a game that have been saving me without 
you know, I lost Galladay, I lost Fuller, and I lost Beckham. So I mean, I really, I really don't have much. They are playing Cincinnati, so I mean, it is a. Uh, thankfully, it's not like a a top tier team, and they're playing with a backup quarterback. So yeah, and he got benched the first half, and came back and caught a few balls. And Mike Tomlin said good things about him, so that that makes me feel a little better. But still, I need him to be a wide receiver one. They just look like fucking shit, though, man. You, yeah, you just got to hope uh, he just needed like, a kick in the pants. Big old kick in the pants. Just a little yeah. kick in the yeah. pants. <laughs> he's just got like a, I mean, he's got like a 50% catch, like, success rate, so. It's not good. It's not great at all. It's probably the second worst next to Evan Ingram. He's got to uh, have, oh, yeah, I was gonna, uh, you know what I was going to say? Deontay Johnson's got to have the most drops in the NFL, but then you just said Evan Ingram, so I don't know if it's a toss-up there. What about Eric Ebron on his same team? <laughs> That's true, yeah. He's not allowed, to, least, he's not allowed to be in that category anymore. Of, <laughs> at least they get a lot of targets. They get Ingram so many targets. Is, Ingram is efficient with his drops. He does it on, like, five targets a game. He manages <laughs> two drops a game. That's funny. Well, that's because... The Steelers don't have a running game. Freaking James Conner has a, a quad injury now. Benny Snell's been a, a useless pickup for a bunch of people. Um, why not try, though, if you're them? Like, what? I don't understand why they don't try to establish a run game. They have. Do, do, they, do they just lose confidence in their line? Like, I think they're so. doing this Tom Brady quick release on the Patriots thing where every throw is four yards and they're replacing running with four yard passes yeah it's not good but not but the out. thing is big, big ben's not accurate like tom brady is i mean yeah he, yeah and they don't have like those gym rats little uh, spe- yeah, <laughs> yeah like, uh, they don't have those guys that should have been on special teams because they're unathletic but they're they have such reliable hands uh, because you know they really had to teach themselves how to catch everything because their lack, their lack of athleticism, and that's why Tom Brady was so good at throwing four yard passes to them. So, because... some, some, some of them are surprisingly quick, though. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, Scotty Miller. I was also gonna go. Uh, play <laughs> you do you think it's um? You know how everybody, what was that joke that, like, funnily got, uh, I'm usually really against political correctness, but this was, like, a joke that got conservatives really mad, that was, like, was Jake Paul's knockout on um, <laughs> Nate Robinson racist? What? Like, it was, like, a question all over the internet. Like, but it was it was so clearly a joke. Like, was his knockout on... Because it was such a, like... Robinson just got put to sleep before he even hit the canvas. And there ever people were, like... Black Twitter was like, is this racist? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. It got to, like, conservative circles. And they... I don't know why I know that. that. I think it's just because, like, Jamel Hill tweeted it out. And she gets shit on so much. Uh, and she was clearly joking. Uh... Not that I'm a fan of hers, but at this point, she was clearly joking. Is Tom Brady targeting Scotty Miller over Antonio Brown? <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I was going somewhere. With this. Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike and Evans. Mike Evans, racist. <laughs> is this, are, is this, are we witnessing racism? <laughs> I mean, at this point, like, 
Uh, like I'm questioning it. It's gotta be like there's gotta be something behind it. How many targets does Cameron Brait have? Is the real question because then it's we like, really know if it if it's Scotty like Miller the, or Cameron Brait. Like the targets that he gives to Scotty Miller too are like perfect targets where he makes Mike Evans jump like eight <laughs> feet in the air on the sideline to try and catch a ball. That's so true. He's like leading Chris Godwin down the middle trying to get him injured. And <laughs> throwing perfect shades to um, Scotty Miller. Here, Gronk, here's a nice six-yard out. Don't get touched. Come back to the huddle. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll give you all the red zone targets. Don't worry, Gronk. <laughs> Mike Evans, you've been one of the best receivers in the league for, for the last six years. I'll only target you twice a game. I, I don't know what his situation is. I don't, I don't know. Why, it's just so weird. But I, I, uh, what mentioning the, the Nate Robinson knockout, I will say... Besides the memes that were spawned from jo- uh, Josh Norman getting just demolished by Derrick Henry, uh, the uh, or the gifts too, um, the the memes and the everything that came from Nate Robinson being knocked out were some of the funniest things yeah. the internet has put together in a long time. <laughs> in a real one long of time. My, one of my favorites was just him photoshopped st- or still on the mat while Tyson. And Roy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> like, they didn't even... They just let him sleep. They let him nap. Yeah, oh my God. I, 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 I sort of want to go back and look at some of those. They were really good. That was really yeah. good. <laughs> uh, speaking of guys that are still on the mat and don't want to, don't seem to want to get back in the fight, is uh, Kenny Galladay or Christian McCaffrey ever going to play again? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quick answer, no, they're never going to play again. It's no, over. Kenny Galladay won't, and I refuse to drop him just in case he does. <laughs> like, in case Miracle, like this Sunday, they're like, and Kenny Galladay is... Like, uh, Matthew Stevick doesn't play, but Kenny Galladay is finally back. Yeah, he's not going to play. Um, this will be the eighth week, I believe, in a row he has missed since uh, what was described as a minor hip injury that could take one to two weeks. Uh, they have refused to put him on the IR, which is just blatant mismanagement. Uh, the three-game IR, which every smart team is doing. Uh, so they could have put him on that twice and had an extra roster spot. So Matt Patricia sucked, and now Daryl Bevel is not doing too much better, but I guess he inherited that problem. Um, no, he's not. he's not coming back. I don't know what's going on. He doesn't practice. I'll tell you because I look at it. I, I know exactly what's going on. I look at it every week. He doesn't practice on Wednesday. He doesn't. He gets a limited session in on Thursday. He gets a limited session in on Friday, and then on Saturday they give him the O tag every single week. It's it blows my mind every week. Practice. He doesn't practice Wednesday. Limited Thursday. Limited Friday. O tag Saturday. So. It makes it even worse that like he's hard to even put on your IR because he gets questionable all the time. That's nuts. That's so it's it's so it's so infuriating. Um, yeah, he was dropped in one league I was in like weeks and weeks ago, and I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna grab Kenny Galladay. He's gonna come back in a couple. Weeks. Yeah, I just sat on my bench, and now I'm not even in the playoffs in that league, and it's like, what <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Why? That was such a waste. Um, just like Joe Mixon as well, he sat for three weeks, not on IR. They finally put him on IR, and there's no, there's no. At this point, there's no sense of him returning, right? I mean, they're playing with a backup quarterback. They're going nowhere. Yeah. They, I'm pretty sure Joe Mixon ha- got a, a contract extension, right? 
So yeah, yeah. There's no point of being like, hey, rush back, play for this team that's going nowhere and possibly get hurt again. So you're not gonna see Joe Mixon for the, la- the last three weeks of the season. You're gonna see a, a Gio Bernard who fumbled for like the first time in like a thousand carries, and mm-hmm. S- some R.J. P. Ryan who, uh, you know, yeah, that that's so whatever. Yeah, they want the third pick in the draft so they could take the best offensive lineman. Like, which is going to happen. It's going to be, it's kind of good for them. Oh, they're They're in a great spot. Yeah, they're going to get the third pick in the draft and they're going to get the best lineman in the draft. Don't rush, don't rush Joe Mixon back at this point. So he's gone for the rest of the season. If you held on to him, just get rid of him. He's done. Free up a roster spot. I don't care. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey looked like he was coming back this week and then injured his. Thigh? Yeah, I said it was thigh, pr- thigh injury. Yeah, I think thigh it was thigh injury. At least they like try to make up a different injury for him every week. Yeah. Kenny Gottlieb just got the same. They just like, all right, uh-huh. we got it. Wednesday, no, Thursday, Friday, yes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for McCaffrey, it was shoulder last week in practice, and this week it was thigh. And at least he did return for one week, right? And he put up yeah. monster numbers. Yep. I was, and every McCaffrey yeah. owner was like, oh, yeah, right in time for the playoffs. I'm back, baby. And, like, nope. and then it's like, no, no. I will, we uh, get a little taste. I will again say that at this point, what's the point of rushing him back? If he's if he has these lingering injuries, you're a team that's going nowhere. It's like, yeah. just let him rest. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't see the, the reason. The only thing I could say with the Panthers is um, – they might want to see what they have if Teddy Bridgewater is the future, and it's hard to make that argument without his top weapon because, mm-hmm. like, do you do you have that excuse? I mean, they say they paid him a shitload, so regardless of whether they think he's the future or not, I think they thought he was, and they paid him the money that they're going with Teddy Bridgewater, you know. And they think, put what? Is, how many years did they give Teddy Bridgewater? It was a big contract for sure. It was way more than really? the stupid ESPN app is still fucking that ad. <laughs> Keep it on silent. I can't. Three years, sixty-three million. So it's a. It's a pretty big contract know, for a. It's pretty big, but well, uh, Chase Daniel gets that contract every year. <laughs> <laughs> Chase Daniel, the king of the one-year ten million, never have to take a snap. Oh, man, they were—he's got the perfect job. Oh, absolutely. And they were talks of—I remember they were talks of him way back being he was going to be the Breeze successor. And I think he was probably like, no, 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 no. I just want these one-year ten million dollar contracts to be a I'm backup. Good. I never want to take take too many snaps in the NFL. <laughs> he is. Uh, I was going worse. I just want to wear snapbacks and have an earpiece in. Hell yeah. I'm good with that. He's the exact, he's the guy from Blue Mountain State, just in real life. What a, what a, what a job. Like, that's an amazing gig to get. Just be good enough to be a consistent backup for your entire career. And a long career. Before he signed his contract this year, which was a three-year, $13 million contract with Detroit. Chase Daniel has made over two hundred thirty thousand dollars per completion. That's that's amazing. Pretty good. Pretty good. Fucking what? a man. That's ridiculous. Like someone needs to sue him. Like <laughs> <laughs> five million per touchdown thrown. Six point nine million per game started. Damn. One hundred fifty-seven 
thousand per pass attempt. Wow, that's ridiculous. That's phenomenal. Like, good for this him. This guy is my new hero. Fuck, man. We're look, look, what? Look at us. By the way, we could do the same thing Chase Daniel does. Can we though? I'm sure we can. Yeah, uh, How many games has he won in the NFL? I'm sure we can win just as many. That that number is probably close to zero. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. If if we're talking about his wins in the NFL, because he doesn't ever play, he doesn't. They don't. He doesn't get to play. What if he's good? He's not good. Okay. I've seen. <laughs> I I've seen him. I've seen him play in New Orleans. He's not good. He's not good. Oh, uh, anyways, go back to Christian McCaffrey. Um, I found a trade that happened in the league. I'm in on October 15th, so like right before he got injured. Team Trey McCaffrey, Justin Herbert, and Preston Williams for Melvin Gordon, Philip Rivers, and Adam Thielen. That and was a, that, that, that would have been that was a terrible so trade. Oh my god, that was an awful trade until McCaffrey. Got Wait, hurt. what was it? I'm sorry, I got it. It was McCaffrey. Justin Herbert and Preston Williams. Okay. For Melvin Gordon, Philip Rivers, and Adam Thielen. So the second person won the trade. Yeah, but like not yeah. not at the not at the uh, the start of that trade. Like when you when no, that trade went through. That's one of the trades we would have panned. Uh, I would have panned in my weekly fantasy column that I write for our league. And uh, yeah, the, the Thielen got because the Thielen got. I mean, Herbert's useful, but Thielen's. There's quarterbacks are a dime a dozen in fantasy. Well, it's, it's two, two QB league, so it's oh, okay. All right, so it's more. So even you can't you can't pick up. There's just like no QBs to pick up. Okay, now it becomes much more even. But uh, yeah, Thielen's definitely the top guy in that. That's crazy. That's nuts. Uh, are we still talking about uh, like you was you duds? Uh, I just want to say like in general, like as a dud, like to their season, maybe not even fantasy wise, but the Raiders. I mean. A team that looked like they were gonna go somewhere, and then it's like they've given up on the season. They were like, "We're done. We don't want. We're we're, we're, gonna, we're playing for next year." Like, well, oh, man, they, uh, no, they were like, uh, uh, "You know, what? we only lost to the Chiefs uh, on a last minute touchdown by Mahomes. We're good." Uh, like we showed everyone on national TV that we can compete with them. We'll take the rest of the we, season. Yeah, off. We, we beat the Chiefs, then we lost to the Chiefs barely. Like, I think that's it. Our season's over. We won our Super Bowl. And we, we lost our other Super Bowl. Like, that's it. That, that, it's crazy. Like, at one point, they were like the five seed in the AFC. Or like four seed. And now they're just, they just faded away. They, lost, they almost lost to the Jets. They got obliterated by the Colts. It's just, and now they're going to play the, the Chargers who ended up beating the, the, the Falcons. Like, the, the Falcons were the Chargers last week. Yeah. The way they lost. So like, Those, that was a Spider-Man meme game, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're like running at each other. Like, what are you doing? We're supposed to lose this game. No, we're trying to lose it. Did you game. watch the end of that game? Yeah, I mean, Anthony Lynn has to be fired. There's like, I know he's a good guy and people love him, but come on, what? He's yeah, it's, it's he's, he makes bad decisions all the time. Like running when like the clock's about to run out and just. The play calling in general is just... Now, you say... When you say we could do what Chase Daniels does, I know it's a joke. And of course, of course. All that stuff. But we could actually clock manage better than Anthony Lynn. I mean, anybody who's ever played Madden in their life could clock manage better <laughs> than Anthony Lynn. Like, there's... 
it just it has to be some like can't handle pressure brain fart or something because it doesn't make some, the things he does doesn't it they don't make sense and it's not just like well you try getting down there and doing it it's like well we're all thinking about it on our couch the announcers are saying it. everybody like yeah, 99 like- out of 100 people know not to run in that situation when you have uh, 15 seconds left and it's third down and you can't spike it and you're wasting three points. Yeah, it's not like we're saying like, oh, I could be on the center and make a completion with like 10 seconds left. Like that's obviously the joke. But you're right. Yeah. Like we know that you can't run the ball when the clock's expiring. Like we know this. Like <laughs> you have you have to pass the ball, spike it, or you know get it. Like you have to make make better decisions like it, it that's just it's just ridiculous I, and like i said he's probably a nice guy but that doesn't mean much <laughs> nope but seriously uh, the, the end of that game was ridiculous like it was the chargers yeah, could have won trying to out out falcon and out charger well, each other <laughs> it was literally the chargers were gonna win falcons throw an interception falcons look like they're gonna win they throw an interception it was like it what 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 the fuck is going on it was a mind-blowing game it, it was the bizarro Cleveland Ravens game where that was actually really good, and then this was just like, no, you take it, you it win, hop- you win. Hop- <laughs> uh, yeah, instead of a quarterback taking a shit and then coming back onto the field, both of them just took shits on the field. Honestly, for somebody who has like stomach problems when I eat bad or like just like you know mild Crohn's type stomach problems. He's the hero that everybody in, in this country with stomach problems never thought they would get. Like I never thought I would get a real time hero who had like, couldn't control, couldn't hold in their shit and turned it into an arc, like a, a story arc that where he, <laughs> came out on top and now now i know it's possible i'm looking up to him and yeah you just made a fan in me lamar jackson because as somebody who uh, has trouble pooping a lot damn you really came out for us <laughs> uh speaking of that game by the way um pretty sure uh last week i said that uh someone was uh you know playable last week and I got poo-pooed on that one, speaking of shit. And his name was Gus Edwards. My man had two <laughs> touchdowns. So, just going to say, he was playable. Had 18-plus fantasy points in that game. So, I should take that one. It's pretty good. Pretty good, right? Come on. Let's see those faces. Yeah, good job, man. Pretty good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. You did a good thing, man. I appreciate the... We're all... We're all here. We're all here for you. We think you did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's gonna happen again this week. By the way, another two touchdowns because Edwards versus Jacksonville. You think Lamar Jackson's gonna throw more than ten times this game? And we're gonna get a good Mark Andrews game. <laughs> if you watch these games, now this one high scoring in the fourth quarter. Once he came back from his poop, he threw a lot. But like, man, you see his stats if you own anybody any receiver tight end whatever on the ravens and you're like wait really he's only thrown seven times so far in this game like, what how do they have 30 points and he's only t- thrown seven times it i, I can't believe it is ridiculous. they put up what the together was it like 89 points i think in like 47 42 yeah. and yeah it was crazy like the lack of passing that transpired in that game 
Thing. It was like uh, like 1930s football. Like how there's o- there's always like in the top 10 highest scoring games, there's like a couple games from the 1930s or 1920s. Like how the hell did they score 90 points in a game? Well, that's how. That game showed us how. I'd like to say that running is making a comeback. Like the Saints are kind of styled around running. The uh, Colts are kind of styled around running. These two teams are styled around running. Some of the teams with the best records in the league, but then Kansas City is just going to stomp all over them and be yeah. like, no, it's not really making a comeback because we're so much better than you. Yeah. It's like, look what I can do when I throw the ball 40 yards. Oh, you're going to try and run 40 yards? I'm just going to throw <laughs> the ball 40 yards. It's going to be much easier. And that's why they'll probably win the Super Bowl again this year. Um, yeah, so that's the... That's I had to say that about Gus Edwards. Anything else you want to uh, talk about who, who poo-pooed or who's going to be a dud or a stud going through? Uh... Um, I got one guy that's a low-key guy that's been a dud um, because it's the year of the tight end. Mm-hmm. And this guy was getting 10 points a game. He was just a solid. He, pro- he kind of reminded me of the Austin Hooper from last year. And um, lo and behold, he was he's on the Falcons, Hayden Hurst, uh, completely mm. gone from the offense. You had a yep. guy who you were like, this is my starting tight end, don't even have to think about it. He's not going to do Travis Kelsey stuff, but only Travis Kelsey right now is doing Travis Kelsey stuff. But he is a top five tight end, so that's cool that he's on my team. Can't even think about playing him anymore the last three weeks. He's gone. Like, what happened to him? Yeah, I was. Yeah, it, I was. I was. Uh, go ahead. I was say I drafted him on. I think all three of my teams just because I was expecting that, and I dropped him maybe like week seven. Yeah, I've yeah, uh, been kind of going around. Well, he's been good all season. He just stopped being good like three weeks ago. I just, I, I really thought this past week he was gonna have a nice game versus the Chargers and threw him in a daily fantasy lineup. Uh, actually, most of my team went off. The only two players that sort of crapped the bed that ruined... I ended up winning 75 cents on a 25-cent thing. Um, was nice. well, Yeah, I know, right? Up 50 cents. Was Hayden Hurst's crapped the bed and Melvin Gordon crapped the bed. Like, everyone else had a great game, but those two ruined it for me. And I was very disappointed because I really thought hey, this, was a, this was a game for Hayden Hurst versus Chargers. But just couldn't bring it in in the past couple of weeks. Like, I guess I should have known that it wasn't... Uh, should have saw the writing on the wall because that... It's just been bad for the past few weeks. And again, being like a tight end five, he's like, again, he's like a top ten tight end. And that's just so how bad it still is that he can play this bad and still be like a top ten tight end recently. It's bad. Tight ends are bad. Very bad. Someone just have an airplane go through their house? (laughs) No, I heard it too. I have no idea. I heard it, but it was definitely not on my end. (laughs) Or it could have been. I don't know. I'm going to get another beer. So you guys talk some... I, I think when I get back, I have a segment I want to do that we have been loving the last, you know, like four weeks of the podcast. All right. Okay. All right. I have... Uh, let's see if I can bring up one more guy who, uh, who's been annoying me. You know what, actually? I'll oh, go oh, for I it. Got, oh, no, I go, for it. go for uh, it. Well, I mean, it's a quarterback, so it doesn't really affect as big of an effect as these other guys that were, you know, highly ranked, like especially Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, all that. Uh, Matt Ryan, with a fairly decent schedule, has been 
getting like under 15 points every game for the past four weeks. You know, you can't trust him at all in these like, I, I guess, I don't want to say cake matchups like you said, but like they're like, they're, they're top 10 matchups, you know, de- yeah. for defensive wise. I mean, even like, this, like the Saints, he's still, he can like, he is still done well against them for a decent amount. But now nah, Matt Ryan is it, it sucks because that was the first three four weeks of the season he was lightening up and looked like he was like gonna uh, be like a top yeah. QB and we even talked about him uh, I think like four or five weeks in like when we re ranked the quarterbacks um, for the season he was in that like in that category that that top tier category but that is far from you know from the case now he is he is bottom tier like he is un- almost unplayable and yeah. versus Tampa Bay this week. That's going to be rough. Very rough for Matt Ryan. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what was your um, boy? On the Thousand. opposite side of Matt Ryan, I can see a Tom Brady explosion. Like I, Every four weeks he has a 40-point game, and I, I think this is, this is one of them. This is the game? Well, speaking of cake matchups, the Buccaneers down the stretch have such an easy schedule. I mean, starting right now with Atlanta yeah. <laughs> in a nice, you know, climate-controlled dome. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. But, uh... So, so my segment was uh, also let me give let me give a shout out to this definitive beer from uh, Portland. I know that you were twenty-two dollars for a four-pack, which is more <laughs> than I like to spend on beer, but it is truly it is very good. Uh, what kind of beer is it? Just a. Distant Gardens DDH DIPA, and uh, don't even ask me what that means. <laughs> dry double, double dry hopped. Oh, double dry hopped. Okay. Well, because I I asked them at the when we went to the brewery for uh, you did oh, John's yeah. mustache. Mu- John's mustache just got a little party that we went to and that we got. It's really crazy at, but yeah, I was like, what the hell is DDH? That mustache got a little, little curly. Got a little yeah, let's not talk right about. Let's not talk about the specifics of that bachelor. <laughs> um, so I, the segment I wanted to do was let's shit on the Eagles. Ah, uh, right. well, um, which is tough because they beat your Saints. They did. So it's they kind of swerved away from our shit, but I can still shit on them. Of course, we can still shit on them. There's plenty of shit on, them. and honestly, I'm happy the Saints lost because I think this shows that. There are flaws in Taysom Hill that people were not seeing, you know. Like it, it. I I was worried that they were gonna be everyone was gonna continue to rise on Taysom, but I, I like the loss. And obviously, I don't want to lose the one seed that sucked because now you're not gonna get a bye week. There's probably no chance the Saints getting a bye week now playing the Chiefs this week. Um, but yeah, I think he, we needed the Saints needed this. Bring bring Breeze back by week sixteen, and we're good. All right. Now to the Eagles. Let's do it. Let's shit on them. So, let's shit on them by talking about the good things they did. They gave Miles Sanders 14 carries. He got 115 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Still not enough carries. 14 was his fourth, fifth highest of the season, which blows my mind. He's only gotten the 20 carries once this season. Hmm. It was the first game of the season. Uh, (laughs) He's averaging a league high 5.7 yards a carry, so you can't even blame that offensive line. This guy's killing it. I mean, he should be a top five running back in fantasy every week with how he performs when he gets a chance. Uh, you know, they really have been blown it this season with him. 
every time I feel like they win when they give him carries and you know they lose when they don't that could be wrong about that but and that's my that's my biggest verse, shit on the Eagles. I have a secondary shit. Verse, if you want to talk about Miles Sanders, you can. Yeah, no, versus a very good Saints run defense, who I don't believe has given up a hundred yard rusher in like twenty something games, if I if I'm remembering correctly. Huh. So, pretty impressive uh, for a guy who's not getting the ball a lot. Um, and like you said, leads the league in yards per carry, is quite explosive, can break off a big run, and who people constantly say the you know, offensive line isn't good enough to support a run game, but here he is doing what he has to do. Give him 20 fucking carries a game. Just give him 20 carries a game. See what he does with it. What's he's the another guy. That, he's like a sneaky guy that will be like third or fourth, third round probably, and could be your RB1. I mean, that's what happened this year. Right. How many times did in, in leagues where we drafted where he was – you know, when you online draft, he was he was always the he was always the the highest running back left in like the third or fourth round. I got him in two leagues because of that because he dropped so far, and if it started out pretty well because they gave him the ball, but once they you know once Doug Peterson's like ah let's throw 40, 50 times a game, I think I'm gonna take this Matt Nagy approach, and uh, you know you see how that goes. So, you know, I uh, I think with. Maybe, I don't know, if, if Hurts is the quarterback, maybe Peterson sees his ways and start giving him the ball. But, you know, I'd be worried. I'm not as confident in that offense that they're going to give him the ball continuously the way they did this past game. So Well, he he's the perfect running back for that read option type style of game that they're going to transform the offense in with Hurts, which they did last week. Uh so, look, like I think, like bright skies ahead if you keep in a running quarterback. But I think they're gonna go back to Wentz of because of the contract. I, I don't. Maybe not this season. I don't know. They have a weird future ahead of them. Uh, but if you can tell me that Hertz is the quarterback next year, then I would be fine with picking Miles Sanders in the second round of fantasy drafts. He's just so he's just a really good player. Uh and it's really Doug Peterson has been just absolutely boning him yeah, for no reason. And we um you know how we talked about maybe Wentz getting traded to the Colts because of Frank Reich and all of that. Um uh, well Frank Reich recently just said that Rivers has many years left in him in the NFL. Uh, so. He's, he's got to say that though. I'm just saying the Colts, the Colts right now have over like 40 something million dollars invested in their two QBs. I'm just, they I'm, could easily take that contract if they wanted to. <laughs> I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, it's just something the, that's been said by Frank Reich. I mean, it would be a good fit. And again, you know, he goes back to the yeah, guy but, who worked with him and then Hertz gets his opportunity. And, you know, I mean, that was a, like I said, it was a nice bright spot in a really shit stained season for the Eagles to beat New Orleans, um, you know, with the guy who's starting his first game at, at quarterback. You also don't you, know, you you can't take any shots at your quarterback when your team's nine and four. No, correct. Like they get the team's rolling, they're doing well. Uh, there's yeah. no reason to. No, I'm not saying take shots at him, but I'm just saying it was interesting to say he he'd be a quarterback in this league for a few more years or has many years left in him. I mean, that's you know, that's I mean, there's something could be percent in. 
sl- more and more. They're slowly replacing Philip Rivers with Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> um, that is true. You do see him pop into games every now and then. But uh, yeah, no Eagle. So Eagles got their big win against New Orleans. They're still a half game behind the Giants, a game and a half behind Washington. This team should be a 10-win team, we were saying. I know they've had injuries on the line, but with their talent and in such a shitty division, it's it's kind of mismanagement that they're like this. And I, I'm going to bring up another thing, and that is uh, Doug Peterson's insistence to play Alshon Jeffrey over Travis Fulcom. The guy was averaging nearly a hundred yards a game for five weeks in a row. And Alshon Jeffrey finally gets back and you're like, and he straight up said that like, he's the better receiver right now. He had one reception last game, zero the game before against the Packers and two on the Seahawks, zero on the Browns, zero on the Giants. He's been back for five games and he's had three receptions. What's going on here? How can you say that he's a better option? He's electric. He's so electric out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I, this might boggle my mind more than Miles Sanders leading the league in, in uh, yards per carry and not being able to get 10 yards. I mean, 10 I yards. did not realize it was that bad. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the Fulgham thing, like, I, I had him in a league and I was doing great with him. And then he fell off a cliff. And then Alshon Jeffrey was, like, also on that cliff. Already laying down like like Nate Robinson, but then also fell like three catches. Uh, oh, okay, that that just made me angry. Yeah, I got denied a trade because he, he was Fulgham was the perfect wide receiver two slash three. Like you can rely on him to get to have a high floor, not maybe not the highest ceiling, but he would get you your yards every week to give you a nice base, and that just got screwed. Yeah, yeah, big time. And I was saying, like, I was, I was denied a trade because I wanted to add Fulgham to it. I think, and they, you know, hindsight for them would have been a great move to get rid of Fulgham because he absolutely has been a waste, like a yeah. fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah, and, and you're gonna get shitty Eagles fans that are like, well, they won, so obviously, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, they won one game against a, a Saints team that. Is in kind of an identity crisis with uh, Hill. You know, it's a ma- it's just only in a matter of time. Look, the Green Bay defense is still good, and it was all. I mean, not Green. The Eagles. Eagles defense is still good, and it's only a matter of time before good defenses are like, yeah, um, you're not going to score too many points with Taysom Hill as your quarterback against us. So I wouldn't put this at the feet of any offense. I. I don't think that any the Eagles' offense looked particularly amazing. Uh, Twenty-four points, good against a good defense, but um, they've made some weird decisions this year. And Fulgham, Fulgham, getting replaced by Jeffries at the top of the list. Yeah, that I mean, definitely. If not, if not the top, it's it's definitely. I mean, if it's not up there by itself at the top, it's one and one A with him and Miles Sanders. That's not getting carries. It's got to be. Those are two terrible mistakes they've made. But, like you said, they are close to the top of the NFC East. They do play the Cardinals this week, who can. We've seen, you know, you know issues with them on the offensive side. Sometimes, you know, on the defensive side, they can be beat. And now, the you know, the Eagles offense is a little, you know, like shot of life to them with Hurts as their quarterback and will be their quarterback this week. The Giants are playing the Browns, 
who looking pretty good. The defense obviously didn't look that great versus the Ravens, but you know they're a nine-win team, and the the Washington football team plays Seattle. So if Seattle beats Washington, Cleveland beats the Giants, and the Eagles beat the Cardinals, we got a three-team race here, you know. And if the Cowboys on, beat the forty, if the Cowboys beat the Forty ers we got a four-team race here. Who knows? Who who knows? The tie game. Is. The tie. It's gonna come down to the tie. Look, I think the Cowboys are out. Um, e- look, Eagles have probably the easiest schedule of the three because they have. Dallas next week, and then Washington week seventeen. And I know Washington's in first place, but they're still not. But that's a big week seventeen. That's a big week seventeen, though. Like that's that's a game the Eagles are probably like, yeah, this this that game could decide their season. You know, if the Giants lose lose to the the Browns, and the the Eagles, uh, sorry, the uh, football team loses to Seattle, like. It's pretty crazy, like how close this this uh, Eagles team is again to the playoffs. So hear me out. So <laughs> Eagles Giants win the Eagles Giants win this week. Oh no, I guess Dallas would have to beat the Eagles. Dallas Giants win this week. Washington loses. That puts the Eagles still a game and a half behind Washington and Dallas what two game a game out. And the Giants tied with Washington. And then next week, Washington, I guess, would have to lose to Carolina. And the Eagles would have to win. And Dallas would have to win. And then they'd all be be tied. (laughs) And then week 17, the Giants play Dallas and the Eagles play Washington. Like, it's not far fetched that week 17. It's just a fucking massive shit show for the so, NFC. That's awesome. I'd love to who, see that. Whoever wins those games, like, takes the division. It's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely it's um, insane. I'm rooting for as much chaos as possible in this division. Right, so here's the deal, too. So what if, let's say Jalen Hurts wins again this week, right? They can't take him out, right? He's got to play again versus the Cowboys, mm-hmm. 2-0. Let's say the Eagles run the table, win the NFC East with Jalen Hurts. There is no fucking way Carson Wentz is their quarterback next year. There's no fucking way. The Eagles fans would burn the stadium to the ground if Wentz was their quarterback next year. Absolutely burn it to the ground. They want to burn true. they probably want to burn Wentz to the ground at this point. Like No, yeah, they can't. There's they no hate way. Him so much. They like they already like, Wentz went down, they won a fucking Super Bowl with Nick Foles, and if Wentz gets benched and Hurts comes in and wins the NFC East after all the shit they've been through the entire season, like, come on, there's no way, there's no fucking way Wentz will be their quarterback next year. They'll eat that contract ten times over because the Eagles fans will kill them, if not. Is there a way to trade that big of a contract without... Eating a shit ton of money. No, they got to gonna. I mean, you, I, yeah, trade I to the Bears or the Jaguars. If, if I'm a team with a good line, I take a flyer on Wentz. I'm sorry, I just you know. He was an uh, yeah, I, I take a flyer. He's still young. Uh, I just think he needs a change of scenery. I know that's cliche, but I I ask for 
I'd take his contract and ask for a, a third round pick or something. I think the Jaguars would be interested in taking him in a, in a big contract. They, they they like big contracts from quarterbacks from the Eagles. Yeah, but they're going to get Justin Fields. No matter. They like having big quarter, big quarterback or they, contracts. Or they're going to get. Or they're going uh, to get Trevor Lawrence when he pulls an Eli Manning and refuses to go to the Jets. I think it'd be, it'd be so. It'd be so funny. Like I refuse to go to the Jets, but I'll go to the Jaguars. Can we not do this? Can we not yeah, do this? Yeah, but the Jets would deserve it because you don't. You just. You don't play to lose every week, and then embarrass yourself in the media, like. At some point, it's like the Knicks, where you can be a loser, or you could be an embarrassing asshole loser, and that's what the Jets organization is right now. They're doing the Dolan, where it's like not only are the Knicks bad every year, but they're bad while being embarrassing assholes. <laughs> and you know what sucks? The early, the late nineties, the early two thousands Jets were actually good. They would go to the playoffs almost every year. Well, it's nice to see yeah, that Darnold, Darnold wants then, to be a Jet for life, so, you know, it, it only makes I, sense to I have, lose. I have, like, three, I have three more weeks to wear my Darnold jersey that I got for Christmas last year. I'm going to get to wear it to a game. <laughs> How excited is Bill Belichick going to be to pick Darnold this is, up next year? This is my great northern conspiracy where it didn't – the big thing didn't happen where the – Patriots were going to lose twice to the Jets so that they didn't get the first pick. But they don't have to. They just have to lose Week 17. It does oh, no, 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 no. You're not looking at it. The long, You're not looking at the bigger picture. He, what? Belichick wants Sam Darnold. He uh, wants to make the Jets' failure into his success. This is a long con. So yes. this is such as he, he, he just can't succeed. He has to he has to succeed where others failed. Yeah. No, when, when it, what would what would kill a Jets fan more than Sam Darnold going to the playoffs with the Patriots next year? Yeah. It, it would it would it would break me. That'd be rough. <laughs> that like Jets fans would turn into Eagles fans. It'd be that bad. John, you, you did get one win, and that's Manish Mehta is gone and gone. I I actually spent a solid thirty minutes just scrolling through all the 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 Manish Mehta just like searching his name and just seeing all the quotes and all the gifts and memes of him, people like getting him the fuck out for four verse, just telling crazy stories about him. That was the most joy of football I've had all year. Yeah. He's, he's a bad person. He's a bad, he gives journalists a bad name. He's not even a journalist. Yeah. It's crazy. It took him this long to he, get fired. But... He's a beat aggregator. Basically. I have no idea who yeah. you guys are talking about. Stealing other people's work. He was the Giants' long-time uh, Jets, or the sorry, the Jets' long-time beat reporter for like the New York Post or Daily News or one of the tabloids. Yeah, Daily News. He he lied a bunch. He made up quotes. He did everything a reporter's not supposed to do. He and, like stalked um, the Jets' GM. Yeah, he he. I guess didn't he go up? His the final straw for the Jets was um, Joe Douglas, the GM. He, he went up to his son at, like, a middle school athletic event. I don't know if it was a football game or whatever. And, like, tried to harass him to get to Joe Douglas. And I was like, okay, <laughs> come on. Yeah, now you're nice. just being a villain. Yeah, that apparently, I mean, yeah, that was the story that came out. And apparently it's true because 
because the NFL was like, you don't have credentials, Jesse, or like, you don't have credentials, and the news people were like, oh, you don't work for us anymore. Damn. Well, I guess he's gone, so that's good for you guys. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go on to some week 15 games. We already talked about Bucks and Falcons a lot, so we can skip that one. Uh, pretty much just play Scotty Miller because Tom Brady just <laughs> likes him. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Texans at Colts. Sean Watson had another, uh, like, basically 20-point game. He had no receivers, basically. Yeah, Cooks was out, too, with that game. Like, questionable up into, you know, game time and ended up not playing, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, against the Colts, where were were you ranking Deshaun Watson this week? Like, outside of top, outside of the QB1 ranking, like 13 to 16? Do we know what what's the deal with Cooks? Is he gonna play? I mean, uh, no that... idea. Like, are you playing like uh, Jared Goff against the Jets? Are you playing Matt Ryan versus the, the Falcons? Uh, against no, the I'd, ra- I'd rather play Watson over over Ryan. The way Ryan's been playing lately. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, about uh, what about Nick Mullins versus the Cowboys? No, because okay. they first of all, we get a little crazy <laughs> here. Um, and they already yeah, said that on. they don't even tr- like they don't even know what the situation is with Mullins. He might even get benched for Be- uh, Bethard, whatever fuck his name is, C.J. Bethard. Maybe Chase Daniels yeah. will come in somewhere. Well, <laughs> Mullins has been truly awful uh, the last few weeks, but when it comes to golf, like yeah, you. I mean, I guess you have to play golf over him. Golf is liable to get negative two points or forty. He is the most uh, manic QB in football. I've. It's unbelievable how, at least in fantasy football, Goff is like, oh my god, he either looks like the a fantasy dud who you want to have on your team every week, and then he'll get negatives. Like, not many quarterbacks can get negative points. This guy can't do it. <laughs> not against the Jets, though. But yeah, no, right. definitely. Um... What about? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I, have I miss to... Minshew. Uh, I oh. know he's like begging to play Minshew too. He's been begging. Yeah, he's 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 playing this week. Finally, um, perfect game. Trubisky? I was gonna say Trubisky versus the Vikings. I could like, see has, Trubisky. Has Watson has the Texans fallen that far where it's like that's an actual question. Only if Cooks is out. I I, yeah. I still like Watson if Cooks is in. But there's just not not enough firepower. Cooks out. You can't have Kiki being your wide receiver one and expect Watson to have some good fantasy games. Exactly. I mean, when you lose Fuller, Cobb, and Cooks, like your three top wide receivers, uh, and Kenny Stills. And like, Kenny Stills. I know that's they, not a big name, but still, they 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 fucking waved him. Like, why did they get and rid David, of Kiki? And David Johnson. Like, <laughs> and David Johnson's out too. That's right. Like, what? No, uh, I think he's gonna be back. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like. He uh, lost, yeah. like he was out like he they lost so many weapons and like you couldn't you couldn't expect him. I mean, if Cooks is out again this week, I I I would rather play Trubisky over over Watson. And that's fucking saying something. I agree. Yeah. It it if but if Cooks is in, uh, I'll give Watson a go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also Especially just since he he had a good game against Indy 2 weeks ago, right? Yeah, uh, that's a good so. game. Yeah. Or twenty-one, yeah. Um, are the Texans that good of a coaching opening? They have like no picks, no weapons around <laughs> Watson, but it's just Watson is like obviously like the best 
quarterback that's gonna wait. Didn't, have they, a didn't they get a pick for? Didn't they get a pick for Hopkins? Second round. They have no first round picks. I mean, that's, for like three. All right, so they yeah, guess. they gave a bunch up for Tunsil. Tunsil, yeah, the, the uh, gas mask. Um, of course, it's. I mean, look, you as long as you have full, as long as you have Watson and Fuller on that team, yeah. uh. I think it's definitely a, a you always want to go to a, uh, a better team than that, the Falcons, better than the Lions. Of course, you want to go to a team where you have the the guy you want. Like because we always talk about it, if you redrafted the entire league to set, to set up a franchise around Watson's going to be top ten, right? Probably, yeah. So that's top, that's where you want to go. Probably even top five. So that's where um, you want to go. You have that. You could you could build an offensive line around him in free agency and, and through the draft, even though you don't have a first yeah. round draft pick. And then you fire Brian Cushing as fast as you can, so he doesn't get more of your players suspended from PEDs. <laughs> it's amazing how just one guy can love steroids that much. <laughs> so he's just like an advocate for him. It's like I know guys, I know you can get in trouble, but come on, it worked wonders. <laughs> and honestly, it worked wonders for Fuller. Will Fuller, he had a full season before he got popped. Um, like you can't. Knock the method, I guess. I don't know. He finally didn't has didn't deal with injury all season. He was a top, can we say five wide receiver this year? Um, he had a yeah. touchdown yeah. or a hundred yards in every game, but one, I believe. Uh, so <laughs> it was working until it wasn't. Yeah, no, he's. Um, I I would definitely say that's one of the most desirable uh, coaching spots because of Watson. Has to be, as long as Watson's happy there, you know, because gotta keep Fuller. You gotta get, you gotta yeah. give him weapons. You gotta protect them. And Houston's a nice spot, you know. You no state tax income, yeah, good weather. Hot. Uh, besides the unbearably hot summers, but still, I mean, it's nice. It, Houston's a good spot. And you play in a dome too, which is nice. So controlled climate. You play a lot. Uh, you play a lot of dome games. Actually, that the Jets is the most desirable spot for head coaches next year because of the Trevor Lawrence pick, uh, yeah. which is crazy. It, I would yeah. not say that's the most desirable, to be honest, because you, it, 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 it takes a Trevor Lawrence. it takes a special kind of coach to be a Jets coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, not everyone mm-hmm. I think can handle it, and. There are certain, like, so, yeah, it is desirable, but I think if you have the, I don't know, tenacity or just, like, the, if you can handle New York, because it's a fuck, it's a, it's a war zone to be that, in that organization. Oh, not to deal with Manish Meta anymore. But I'm just saying, like, in general, it's, it's a war zone. Like, it, it, like that, being, like, the Eagles coach is tough, but, like, it, it's, 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 a, it's a rough situation. Yeah, of course, having the number one draft pick, a uh, quarterback who looks... Um, Quentin Williams looks like a stud. Yeah, you got, yeah. You got, your, you got your left tackle for the next ten years, hopefully. Yeah. You, you should have kept the other Williams too, though. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> talk about surprising, dude. I, I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, he's looking good too. Last few games, right. especially. He's amazing. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be an All Pro this year. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, eight and a half sacks from the inside position is crazy. Um, let's go into uh, Patriots at Dolphins. Uh, how many interceptions is Cam Newton going to throw this game? <laughs> oh, man. Howard's going <laughs> to just light him up. He had like nine or ten interceptions this year, right? Yeah. Dolphins, yeah, Dolphins pick off Pat Mahomes three times. They they have an interception every game. 
Um, let me, because I have them in my in our fantasy league, and lo and behold, again, Yahoo told me to drop them uh, last week because what? they were playing Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they have 21 points, 24 points, 21 points in their last game as it, last three games as a defense. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and since week five, one, two, three, four, five, they have six games in the last nine weeks with over 20 points as a defense for fans. It's in, they're insane right now. Uh, I think they're gonna have another good, especially since isn't this the game the Dolphins circle on their calendar? Every year, the end yeah. of the season, Patriots game where yep. they, even when the Patriots are good, they win this game. In Miami, yeah, yeah, in Miami, exactly. And uh, anyway, yeah, and you know, like two is not really lighting it up, but you know, he seems to stay calm under pressure. He, you know, hung in there with Mahomes. Uh, I mean, he hung in there. Look, the, turn, the turnovers helps. Look, he's a young quarterback who had no preseason. You know, like yeah. It came in what week six or seven, like for I I, I give him a pass. Uh, you know, he doesn't look great. Not not saying I'm gonna looks awful. Exactly, I'm not saying I'm playing him in fantasy, but you know I just like what he's doing. You know, so far as a, as a as a quarterback, and the Patriots don't look great. I mean, besides that one game where they just exploded on the Chargers, um, you know they came right back down to earth. Exactly. I think. I think Bill Belichick still has the ability to just, like, pants a bad coach just to, like, show <laughs> a bad coach's ass to the rest of the league. And that's what happened with him and Anthony Lynn. I think he's going to have a much harder time doing that against uh, Brian Flores, who is one of the brightest coaches, brightest young coaches in the league right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that defense is going to swarm the shit. Like you said, Cam Newton is going to be a... I'm going to say a total of four turnovers for the Patriots this week. Oof, whether, wow. whether it be interceptions or fumbles, they're going to cause some, they're going to wreak some havoc for sure. I, I really, I really ha- have enjoyed watching that defense play. So don't play your Patriots this week. I don't like any of them. Uh, all right. What about uh, on Maybe the Dolphins? Defense, side? Sorry, a defense versus defense matchup? Do you play Patriots defense? Yeah, you know what? The Patriots defense could be good. Actually, that's, not, yeah, that's actually they, they've looked better, you know, in recent weeks. I think Gilmore's been back, right? Because he was out for like yeah. a weird, yeah, a, a unknown injury or whatever that he had, whatever it was. But he's back, so that makes that defense better, and they've looked better. So I can see defense for defense. Hey, Devontae Parker, man, not with Tua. Devontae with yeah. Fitzpatrick, thumbs up. Oh, that's yeah. just, that's, as I said, meh. Like, More of not a great. guy with Tua. Yeah, and yeah. might not even play. I mean, that injury last week, so he's questionable at this point. Drew loves his tight ends. Zeki looks good, man. Looks good. Yeah. But if he plays, I like him. Uh, and then, I mean, was it? Miles Gaskin's out with COVID. So, I mean, maybe Ahmed if you're desperate, but that's right, pretty much it. Right in the friggin' time for the playoffs. What a, yeah. what a, what a, just a punch right to the fucking scrotum. Like that was another guy terrible. you waiting to get back. He had back for one week and then that happened. Oh man. Exactly. Alright. Uh we talked a little bit about the Bears. Um I mean you're playing the Vikings, I guess like Kirk Cousins has done decent. Late <laughs> late season. Um uh, you you playing a bunch of these offenses offensive guys in this matchup? 
I mean, really disappointed in what uh, Justin Jefferson did last week. I mean, he was, he looked like he was just doing everything every week and put up a garbage game last week. But I think it's a bounce back. Yeah, the Bears defense is good. They, they definitely caused, you know, like havoc in the backfield. So you're going to see, uh, you know, Cousins probably run for his life a little bit. But I still like Jefferson this week. I still like, obviously, Dalvin. You know, I'm not playing him. But I like also Thielen as well. Um, oh, yeah. And on the Bears' side, um, I'm not going to talk about David Montgomery, but I will say Allen Robinson, of course. And Trubisky, like I said. I think without Brandon Cooks, he's definitely higher than someone like Watson. And yeah. is, playing at a level, is playing at a level at this point where he may be even outscoring Kyler Murray. Yeah. Which is crazy. Wait, first got, what, the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Next no. game, I should have I should just looked at my next writing. Uh, Eagles at Cardinals. We talked a shit ton about the Eagles. Uh, Cardinals, how worried are you about Kyler Murray? DeAndre Hop- I mean, Hopkins against non-New York teams has not looked good recently. I mean, yeah. I mean, thankfully he had a, a good game last week. Um, That's because he played in the Meadowlands. I, um... I, I mean, obviously, look... You're not not playing Hopkins, so it's not like it matters, right? You're not sitting DeAndre Hopkins. Um, All right, Kenyon Drake then. Kenyon Drake has been good. Yeah, recently. I mean, so he's, the carries, he's so. an he's another like you know late season bloomer. So I uh, he's been a fantasy flex player, right, or an RB two? Yeah, pretty much for the past <laughs> six, seven, you know, seven weeks yeah, or something like that. Like you're not too excited about him, but you want to find a way. To have him in your lineup. He kind of reminds me of like the uh, running back version of Curtis Samuel, where it's like, mm. I'm not overly excited to have him in my lineup, but he's finding a way to get 15 points, even if it's not through like gaudy targets or big games or something. Like, Kenyon Drake will have two points in the third quarter, and then he'll finish the game with 15 every time. And the last half of the NFL season. On the one yard line, they've given him the ball at the one, and they haven't run it with um, with Murray. So he's been getting the goal line carries. So that's been, you know, helpful as a fantasy owner because you're getting six points at the goal line, you know, right there, you know, instead of it going to Murray, which hurts Murray's value, as we uh, stated prior. So, yeah. I would yeah, be he's, you, I, I say you play him for sure. Yeah, Kenyon Drake will play. I'd be a little bit concerned about Murray the way he's been playing, but even in bad games, he's still putting up anywhere from 16 to 20, you know. His, his floor is like 16, pretty much, besides like one one real bad game. He's still running it. Like, he's it's not like he's not, not running it. He's just not getting the same rushing touchdowns. He's not getting the yards, though, either. I mean, he was lightening it up. There's something, there's something seriously wrong with that shoulder that he's scared to do what he mm-hmm. was doing earlier in the season. So yeah, and it will come out at the end of the season and be like, oh, he was playing with some sort of dislocation or something, you know, some dumb shit. They'll say like, and mm-hmm. they decide not to say until after the season was over, of course. But <laughs> yeah, anything else? What, what other game? Is that it, John? Uh, yeah, for games that was it. All right. So, ah, fucking flies. All right, uh, so it's time for our favorite and last segment of the week. It's the Boys of the Week. Uh, Also, I just want to say, last week in the Haters Club, 98 
point one six and 98.02 in a playoff game. One of the closest playoff games uh, I've ever seen. And lost by on a the last, last, on the last second uh, Justin Tucker field goal. Yeah. My cousin texted me that uh, the next day. He's like, mother, he's like, shit. I'm like, that, that, is, that is a bad, bad beat. I'm going to win that loser's bracket. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first year not making the playoffs, so I got to reach for something i don't know i think allison's uh i think allison is the 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 queen of that loser's bracket right now i did kick she does have a lot to play play for because i kicked her out of the uh the playoff contention we in the last week of the regular season she's one of the higher scoring teams in that league too so i feel bad for her yeah she was yeah that was that was ridiculous because i i think it was it was because of the raven no I forget when I I beat her two weeks ago. I won last week because, but that doesn't matter because it's a losers bracket. But I last week of the season I beat her on some ridiculous Monday night thing. Yeah, she um and she's done this all because she drafted and she drafted Dak Prescott. So and she's been doing it all with like just mixing around the quarterbacks for the uh you know after week five pretty much. So pretty good for her, but she'll she I think she's gonna be the she just beat me. So I think she's uh at the top part of that bracket. I think she's going to end up winning that loser's bracket and get, uh, as you guys say in your league, the second place trophy, whatever. No, we don't. Only Pete says that. <laughs> well, you you said it before, like, oh, I'll, I'll be the second place trophy winner when you didn't think you would make it to playoffs. So it, <laughs> it, it gets some traction, apparently. <laughs> as a joke, as a joke. <laughs> no, it is not second place. We do have a trophy for it. So there is a trophy for it. There is a trophy. There's, there's a trophy called the Pete. Because he used to win that every year, and he's contemplating while sitting and taking a shit on the toilet. It's in my <laughs> office right now because I won it in our league last. Year. It was my first year not making the playoffs in our league last year, um, and won it. So I do have the trophy. Well, if I can get an improbable win versus uh, D and Linda this week, I've already lost to them twice this season. Um, uh, I'm hoping I can, uh, you know, hard to beat a team three teams in one season. I know it's also, tough. Yahoo Fantasy app, you fucking suck. It's impossible to see like who's still in the playoffs and who's like facing who. The app is just a mishmash. Like it has all of the losers with the winners and the like. I'm trying to see the four teams left in your league, and it's really hard to get to see. Wait, did you say you said Yahoo Fantasy app? Oh, sorry, the ESPN. Fantasy I was gonna app. say, I'm like, you just. Praise the shit out of this Yahoo oh, Fantasy yeah. app. <laughs> yeah, I know. ESPN is really bad. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't label anything. They have they have gone from having a really nice, like, seamless, uh, streamlined app to I don't even know how to fucking navigate it anymore because I just want to look at standings and then I have to go to, like, league page, then scroll down to stand. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you make it a very, very difficult thing to work with. And also, you can't sort... Uh, on the standings, I like to sort by like wins, by win streak, uh, by points, points against, just to see like where I'm at. Can't do that. You can't. And now they you just can't, you can't sort any of the tables. And now and ESPN just has ads in their fucking app when I'm trying to scroll through a goddamn schedule. Not even talking about fantasy. So I'm just annoyed at that. Not to mention that half their articles on their website are ESPN Plus articles. Like I'm not paying. Like, because some asshole wrote an article that I want to... Fuck, I'm not going to read that shit. I don't give a shit. Like, fuck, I'm not paying you. God damn it. So, to, so yeah, and this is this is one of... So, to get to the playoff bracket, 
It's not scoreboard. It's not standings. It's not final standings projection. It's the fourth thing down. It's a schedule and playoff bracket. You have to hit schedule, then you have to specifically toggle to playoff bracket because for some reason it thinks you want to know um, just all the games that are played this week without just mishmashing them together, without telling you whether it's in the winner's bracket or the loser's bracket. When you're in the playoffs, you want to see the fucking playoff bracket. That's all you want to fucking see. And I like the way Yahoo? I like the way Yahoo does the losers bracket. Like it's actually like a playoff bracket where like I had a bye week and now I'm playing. Like it, it goes the up that way. ESPN yeah. is just like seven plays eight, eight nine plays ten, and then like whoever wins moves up. If you lose, you go down. And you can, and like, if you lose, you know it's really stupid. Yeah, I, I like you, way, can, you can reseed or not. I, I like the way Yahoo does that. Um, I will say so. ESPN has been annoying me lately with their with their, their product. Yeah, for sure. In, in so, Rise, there is no receding. No, there isn't any receding. You get you get what you get. You don't get upset, um, which I think helped me out this time. But we'll see. Because uh, I, I, I wanted to know if Dee's brother was still in it, which he is because he was that close game. Yep. But it took me – because it says that he lost – like his – the first thing he gets to is streaks before it even gets to the playoff bracketing. And it said that his losing streak was one, so I'm like, oh, he must be out of it. But they don't count the losing streak in the playoffs. Just but for some reason, season. that's the most prominent thing on the app is the streaks. Like, it gives <laughs> you the streaks first, and it's like, well, this has no bearing on the playoffs. It's ESPN has such a horrible... And I, and I will say they just added the uh, percentage of, like, chance of winning that, that your matchup that Yahoo has had. Um, forever. Forever. And now they just added it, I think, like two weeks ago to their app. Finally. It's terrible. It's every Everything is bad. No matter how bad the writing in Yahoo is, the app is just so far superior. Yeah. I mean, it just sucks. I would never. The reason why I don't want to ever leave ESPN on my, my league is because I have, like, the history for, like, 14 years yeah. on it. And it's like. You know, when you're on the actual website, you can get to all that. And I love seeing that history, and I don't want to lose that. So, like, well, I'll, I'll, just make a spreadsheet of how everyone finished. I did that, like, 10 years or 8 years ago, and I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. What, you got a kid or something? Yeah, maybe. Something all like right. that. Let's get to the boys, uh, actually. Okay, <laughs> boys I of the week, Yahoo app. <laughs> it was one of the worst weeks for boys last week. <laughs> we were shooting uh, darts, bro. We were real, real darts. Yeah. I won with like uh, ten total points. <laughs> um, How did I not pick Gus Edwards? I don't know. But uh, speaking of the devil, I'm picking Gus Edwards versus the Jaguars. Only forty four hundred. Oh, that's bullshit! You gave me crap for Edwards, and now you're going with him. It's fine. Do uh, it. I'm picking him. Go for it. Gus Edwards. Uh, we'll get another touchdown in like eighty yards. Eighty yards. So uh, what? Who came what? in second? Uh, Anthony, you came in second with six points. All right, six points. You know what? I'm going to have a guy who's going to triple that and get 18 points, and that guy is T.Y. Hilton. We talked about him before. My man's getting 18 points, maybe on two touchdowns and 40 yards. That's 16 points. Two touchdowns and 60 yards. There you go. All right, I'm going to go with a guy who was a guy like the first three weeks of the season, got injured, came back, hasn't done anything since. Adam Lazard going to pop back up in the scoreboard against Carolina Panthers. Seven catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he, he's on my bench right now. I'm having a real tough time deciding if I'm going to play him over some guys. Good, Great matchup this week, though. Uh, my second boy of the week will be 
Russell Gage against Tampa Bay, 40, only 4,700. Uh, he's got 10-plus points in three of his last four games. Uh, for whatever reason, the rest of that receiving core is um, kind of not struggling, but a little bit like not as high as you would expect it, and he's he's just scrapping up all the scraps. <laughs> scrapping up all the scraps. Scrappers get scraps. Yeah. All right. I am going to go with a guy who threw a touchdown pass yet last uh, last week. Looked better than the quarterback throwing the ball. Um, hopefully the quarterback will actually get him the ball this week. Uh, I'm going to go Russell Gage uh, versus Tampa I Bay. I just picked Russell Gage. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, dude, I was not listening. No, I was not listening. I was actually looking that's, at Zach. I was, looking at, I was literally looking at Zach Ertz news. While That's you were doing really that, funny. that is actually really funny. That John just <laughs> I was I was totally not listening to what you said. Um, listening for Zach Ertz news. Well, then you know what? If he's still if he's playing, fuck it. I'm gonna go with Zach Ertz. Uh, it's not a good pick because I don't think Jalen Hurts is gonna get him the ball. But look, he was a guy like a man like for a long time, and this season has been really shit for him. Uh, started off terrible. Injury lasted way longer than I think people wanted to. When he came back, people thought it was going to be good. Eagles offense might get a little better. It didn't. But it is a week for Zach Ertz to pop up versus the Cardinals. So I'm going to say Zach Ertz was going to find the end zone this week. And the Eagles are going to win. The Eagles are going to win this game, and they're going to make the NFC East that more interesting, like we talked about earlier. I want it to be interesting. I really want that Week 17 to be such a fun NFC East week. All right. Um, Can you I'm pick Russell Gage? With, I'm going to go with Zach Ertz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Russell Gage, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You went NFC East. I'm going to go NFC East. Uh, I think Alex Smith tossed it out. You know, one of the most gritty players on the gridiron. Uh, you got to respect the guy. And when Alex Smith is in the game, that means I want Logan Thomas on my fantasy team. Uh, lit it up two weeks ago with Alex Smith. Three weeks ago had a touchdown. Last week with the first half of Smith had uh, six receptions, 43 yards. So he's, for tight ends, that's that's as good as you can get <laughs> if you're not Travis Kelsey. He's like the number two tight end. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, want, I want Logan Thomas. I'm, I'm going with him. He is he is he is ascending to manhood. Like he is he is getting there. As long as Alex Smith can continue to be his quarterback. Or good yeah, quarterback and play. and without Alex Smith, it's Dwayne Haskins. You're not playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's real bad. All right, uh, my final boy will be uh, Josh Reynolds against the Jets. Only thirty-seven hundred. Uh, they're probably not going to play Bob Woods and uh, Cooper Cup the entire game. So Josh Reynolds will probably get some. Uh, <laughs> We'll get some, like, garbage time third quarter plays. Yeah, but who's going to be throwing him the ball? I don't know. Probably, like... Who's their backup? Chase Daniel, maybe, somehow. <laughs> I was going to say, somehow was Chase Daniel their backup. Uh, I've picked Josh Reynolds too many times for things, and it's never panned out, so... I well, just... he's playing the Jets, so probably panned out. It is, it is versus the Jets, so that's not a bad pick. Um... I'm gonna go with what's uh, I can't I don't know his first name because it, it sounds I always screw it up. Uh, I'm just gonna say with it, uh, Peoples Jones, the wide receiver for Don, the the, the Browns. Donovan. Donovan. I can't pronounce. I can't pronounce Donovan. I couldn't remember if it was Donovan or like Dante Peoples Jones. I couldn't remember. Um, 
But I'm going to go with Peoples-Jones uh, versus the Giants. Um, the Giants are going to... F- Defense isn't terrible. They they had a Defense lot... Defense is very good. They had a really bad game because their offense fucked them. Uh, they didn't have a bad game. No, I'm saying like they, they. it looked like they had a bad game based on the yeah. points scored, but it was the offense that just kept screwing up and giving red zone opportunities that the Giants did really well at stopping uh, for the yeah, Cardinals. They, the Cardinals lived in Giants territory before the defense even got on the field. Like, I think the like average field position was 50-yard line and beyond for the Cardinals that entire game. And you can't – you just – you can't be a defense and expect like you can't put up with that as a defense. You're not gonna last too long. It's gonna wear you down. So, so I'm just sticking up for the Giants defense. No, Maybe I no, I absolutely should. But fumbled another three times. I hate him. I officially hate him. So he's, I... <laughs> he's, just, he's just Eli without you know the miraculous fourth quarter. Remember when Eli was young and he used to be really good in fourth quarters for some reason. Uh, Daniel Jones is Eli without the without that. So, all right, I, fish, I officially hate him. <laughs> so, Pe- Peoples Jones, I'm gonna say he's not gonna have like a, a obviously a ton of catches, but I think he's gonna find the end zone on a long pass, some maybe blown coverage, uh, because they're focusing on other players like you know such as Jarvis Landry. Um, so I think yeah, I think he's gonna find the end zone on a long play of like 40 yards, so like um, two catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. He loves those long touchdowns. So that's what I think is going to happen. I think you know one blown coverage, and I think that you know, yeah. Again, I for me the NFC East, I want the Giants to lose. So I wanted, thanks, man. I wanted Appreciate to be, it. I wanted to be a very interesting <laughs> NFC East. I told you this. Cowboys win, Eagles win, Giants and Washington lose. Appreciate it. Okay, glad <laughs> glad we talked about that. Um, you know. I weirdly want to stick with the NFC East and go Alshon Jeffrey against Arizona. <laughs> oh, God. Do I it. don't feel like losing uh, again. So I'm going Kiki Kuti. Uh, last time he played Indianapolis, he had eight for 141. Oh, geez. Uh, he came back down since then. But, you know, he's, he plays Indy again. There's not many other options. And I think he gets another like close to 10 targets and puts up at least 80 yards. Yeah. Now, if Cooks doesn't play, it's uh, it's going to be a cootie day. I kind of like him more if Cooks does play. Yeah, you think, oh, yeah, you know what? I guess that's probably probably right because he'll at least grab coverage. And Cootie's not yeah, really a number he's, one. He's more of a slot guy, so let him do what he's better at. Interesting. All right. Well, I guess with that, um, that is the end of the show, and uh, you can find us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, where we are answering. And by we, I mean John is answering all your fantasy football questions with the help of Brian and I. Uh, John always making good posts and uh, you know funny things on there. Uh, we are also fantasy lens podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, rate, subscribe, download our podcast on iTunes, but we are also available wherever podcasts are, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, we're everywhere. 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 Look for Fantasy Lens, and we will be there. So with that, we're Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.